What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. The Frames Per Second Podcast. Hey guys, it's your girl Naturally Nay here with Mr. No Disrespects. Yeah, we getting down to just the Nick. Did not, it's, right. It's, it's going to be, be just, gonna be different. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like Prince. I'm just going to go by Nick. <laughs> <laughs> like Madonna. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Just, just go the by Deuce that. symbol. <laughs> yeah, this might be the last year for Duce. Oh, I'm, I'm, really? I'm, trying to, I'm trying to warn everybody now. Why? You got to... Yeah, I, I, as I, I, I'm saying this on the wrong platform, like, but you got to start growing up. I can't even, I can't even be serious when I'm trying to be serious. You can't, thanks. But, but yeah, that's. <laughs> thanks that's for tuning in to another episode of Ratchet Watchables, aka Ratchet Feast Theater, um, where we are going to not grow. We're gonna talk about all the, all the immature shit that we like to watch mm-hmm. um and on this episode <laughs> don't don't shake your shoulders and, and, and get in a better better posture because the last one we did you shitted on my movie yeah Damn that it. was your staff pick uh the breaks if you haven't listened to it already go back listen to the breaks episode where we talk about uh nick's staff pick and this is my staff pick of the week um i am this, listen, this is this is legitimately a cult classic. This is not a do say cult classic. Okay. This is a legitimate cult classic. You don't have to um, do. You don't have to give back any compliments, but go ahead. Sure, two thousand and one, I think two thousand and one's movie. Um, it was a certified flop, but an enjoyable one. The net less, not look, a little, a little, an enjoyable one nonetheless. Um. Pootie Tang. You said flop, right? It absolutely was a flop. Okay. I looked it up. They spent seven million to make it. They made three point three. This was a whole flop. Yeah, um, but I loved it. I loved it. I am a so I am a huge fan. I was a fan of Pootie Tang before there was a Pootie Tang movie. You were a fan of the Chris Rock show? Yes. Okay. I was a fan of the Chris Rock show. I was a fan of the skit. My brother and I used to walk around the house speaking Pootie. Before the movie even came out. How, you, how many siblings do you have? I have one younger brother. Younger He's brother. two and a half years younger than me. Gotcha. So yeah, we were we were walking around the house. Sarate my damey. Like this and you <laughs> yet the whole family watches it. Like we all crack even up though, at even it. the elders even the elders yes it's just, how it's so stupid that you can't take it seriously all you can do is fucking laugh so this is the dumbest movie when, ever when made. did you when did you see I know you so we know I you went love to the movie theater you went to, to the movie see. theater me and my brother and his homeboy yes we was excited and we got in the car and we was like three of eight people in the theater yes Chris Rock got my money I paid for everybody to go watch this movie. Yes, I so did. So you paid a whole ten dollars. Something like that. It was. I made sure it was a matinee. Yeah, it was. I'm about to say because if it was only eight of y'all niggas, that must be one of them. That's one of them theaters Listen. where it's like three dollars a person. Yes, um, I am a fan. Capuchao. Okay. I what kn- did you think of the movie, Nicholas? 
there is no shock in my answer. <laughs> I also love this movie. That's right. I loved it as soon as I saw it because again, I once I saw it, this is this is in that same era. Yes. That I was too young to be watching shit, but my mm-hmm. sisters would have it on anyway because they didn't give a fuck. Um. I I remember like the Chris Rock show. Mm-hmm. I remember he had a show because I feel like every comedian, if you got somewhat famous, you had it on TV. Everybody show. was trying to be Arsenio Hall. Everybody had their own show. Um. <clears throat> So I remember certain things, but I remember this movie more than anything. Mm-hmm. So I remember the movie more than the show. Mm-hmm. So I go to the show as reference sometimes, but I always like the, the movie is better than the show. Yeah. But I, the movie stood out to me because again, I'm a kid. So like anytime I see a kid, especially a black kid, like I relate or like if it's in a black situation, I related to it. So the beginning of this movie where they like were... First of all, I like again, star studded cast, JB Smooth. Yes, let's talk uh, about that. So uh let me just read it up. JB Smooth. Jamie Smooth is is in the movie and he narrates it. Uh Wanda, Wanda Sykes. Sykes. As you know, I feel I love Wanda Sykes. Um what was it? Uh who was the the white chick was famous, was pretty Missy popular is in this movie. Um shit. Even a even a young Christian uh Bell is in it. Andy Richter, these are the white yes, people. Yes, Kristen Bell was in it. Bob Costa is opens it, it up. It opens it up. I forgot Bob Costa was in this. Uh, who is it? Jennifer Kudelich, who y'all should know based off of, she's been in a bunch of shit. Yeah, Irene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's really it. But yeah, still, Chris Rock. I mean, you but you had 702 singing, even though it was a 702 after uh Misha left, but I mean nonetheless. Uh, it was it was like little cameos here and there. Um, I don't know how many people like watched Girlfriends, but William's fiance was in it. The one who was which licking, one the cop? She was the one who was licking the milk out the bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She was. She's also she was in there by his Chris too. She was she? Yeah, I she played one of her mo- uh one of her, his mom's friend uh Tisha Campbell on really? Friends. Yeah, in the hair salon. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Everybody Hates Chris, but yeah, she was in it. Um, yeah, it was like little, little, t- little um, cameos here and there in the movies. So. I forgot about Reginald E. Kathy. Who is he? Do you know who he is? Who is Guess who he is? I don't know who that Just is. Just the initials. Reginald E. Not not his initials, but in the movie is uh, D D. Oh, um, Dirty Dan, Dirty Dan, Dirty D, Dirty D. Yeah, that, that's his name. Uh, dude from The Wire, Kenny from The Wire was frog with a frog dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was somebody. It was some. Yeah, it's just like little gems here and there. Yeah, a lot of a lot of you could tell a lot of people from like the H. Like I always noticed that like uh, when HBO first started their original stick, sk- yeah, series, they, together. they kept on doing that. So mm-hmm. you see some of those people in here. Um, but I'm gonna say like Star Study Cast movies, great, super. Super problematic though. Super problematic. It's super problematic. It, it's, it's up there with it's up there because like this reminded me because I was I I love the fact that you said you saw this in the theater so you paid money. Yeah. The only movie that I have to relate to this that I felt was super problem I didn't know it was problematic then but I do now was Undercover Brother. I paid money to see that in theater. Undercover Brother was problematic. With, with <laughs> chicken is the is the kryptonite of black men. <laughs> that's not what so a white woman is like it's the same what makes booty time problematic though uh first of all this black man ain't saying nothing <laughs> he don't say no real word he said like a couple real words he's probably he probably says he probably says 20 real words in this whole movie so you don't have to 
I understand that. JB Smooth explains it early. He was like, we don't know what he's saying, but we understand what he meant. And then the little boy going down the hood. I didn't, first of all, I didn't know was, this was in uh, taking place in outside of Gary, Indiana, close uh-huh. to Chicago or in Chicago. So I always thought it was a West Coast movie. I did too. So rewatching it was different. But <laughs> the scene where he was him and his childhood friend walking well, hey, down. Hey, come try this candy. Not even that. When she, uh, the lady was like, "I can't stand you, Pooty." <laughs> and he like a little, like he like a little eight year old, yeah, and she was, throwing out his little. His little that's truck. not what's problematic about the movie. What's problematic about the movie is that it was written by Louis C.K. That was getting to that. I was that's just saying. I was saying that. I, I was just saying like when you look at the movie, mm-hmm. it's like there's so much nigga shit in it. It's like okay, it, I'm. And there's it so still much. got a message though, Nicholas. Pootie was trying to save us from the man. The man wrote it. He did, but that's that's. And why he I directed. Say, I, didn't I didn't know, know he, that at the time. He wrote. He writ. He wrote it and he directed it. But he also got fired from it, and they ended up hiring somebody to re-edit it. And he said it's absolutely nothing like what he wrote. Who did you hear that from? Wikipedia. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say somebody really wiki. My homegirl wiki. No, Wikipedia said it. Um, Yeah, but no, Pootie had a message, but Pootie was trying to save us. He was trying to motivate the children, tell them to stay off drugs and don't drink and eat healthy. And then he went totally against it. He got fucked up by a white woman. That's what happened. An evil ass white woman. Leave the white women alone. They will ruin the hood. It's the same premise for Undercover Brother. <laughs> it really is. I didn't realize that until I said it. Because that movie, Undercover Brother, came out like probably four years, three, four years later. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Anjanou Ellis, though. She was in that, too. I remember I remember thinking, why the fuck is she doing Undercover Brother? So, Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. How does, how does the movie start off? Uh, so, the movie starts off with um, Pootie Tang telling you that he did a movie. And if, if fun fact, sign your tippy tie on my sign your kitty on my run kind was supposed to be the original title for the movie, but they decided to change it to Pootie's Hang. So this whole movie is like he opens it up saying, I did a movie, and he names the cast that's in the movie with Bob Costas. And then we um meet Pootie Tang. We um he saves the kid from smoking from smoking the crack. He's trying to, with with what with, with a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> the little dumb kid who thought that the crack was the, was the candy, so he stops the drug deal. Pootie Tang is a superhero. He is a superhero who is out here saving the neighborhood, whooping niggas with his belt. All the world needs is a good ass whooping, and everything will be okay. Is that the, is that the overall that message? That is the, of the overall movie? premise. Like you. A lesson and a belt could save the world. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to take this. As, I'm, I'm trying to just take it as seriously as you are, because clearly you gas in this movie, <laughs> yo. As far as the, trying to bring some type of <laughs> seriousness to it, his father, Daddy Time, is, is, his, is who's the inspiration to him, yes. to why he is who he is today yes. or in the movie. Who is his father? Daddy Tang, a.k.a. Chris Rock, who tells him to keep his head out them holes and keep them in his books. And how does he do that? By slapping the shit out of him <laughs> with his belt. <laughs> and nigga looking at apples to steal apples and the daddy slap him out of nowhere. Like, I just, <laughs> listen, child abuse, but it kept them in line. No, the funny scene was 
after his mama died, uh-huh. right? That's even him and his daddy just eating at the table. The soup and, and he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he was like, I, he was like, I know you said, son. It's okay. <laughs> he keeps slurping. He was like, he slapped me. He was like, hold on, quit slurping that damn soup. Oh, daddy mm. tame. And then, so what happened to daddy tame? Because I think he got he, I think mauled he, by a gorilla in the plant. This is where it gets problematic <laughs> with me because I forgot about how he died, Nay. And then you told me that a white man wrote this. <laughs> But so he got mauled by what? A gorilla. And and I had the steel mill or something. Really? Yes. Okay. And it was a and one was of it, three gorilla maulings that happened in, in the, the steel mill. And and was <laughs> It was was the gorilla? Was it like a CGI gorilla? No, it was not a CGI well, gorilla. It looked like somebody somebody just put a gorilla suit on <laughs> and tackled tackled the shit out of Chris Rock, and it was funny as fuck to me. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh God! It was Will Smith in that suit. Uh, so <laughs> hey. Okay. So Pootie Tang is his, he's a, he's a he's a multifaceted type of dude, right? He's right. A, he's a I heard he's a he's a poet. He's a he, he's a, a musician. Musician. He's a uh, actor. Actor. Philanthropist. Like, he's just a pop culture a, uh, uh, icon. He does pottery. I heard. <laughs> um, this is brilliant. This movie is fucking brilliant, Nicholas. How does he treat black women in this? He movie? loves them. He really he don't do somebody call a girl a bitch. He slapped the shit out of him <laughs> real quick. <laughs> He's like, you know what? You're right. I should have called her a bitch. My bad. You got to respect the ladies when you're around Pootie Tang. The ladies love Pootie Tang. Don't he do that to Chris Rock? And he slapped the dog shit out of him. That's why Chris Rock ain't moved when Will Smith did it. He was like, he's he's used like, to like look, I've been getting slapped by a black man since Pootie Tang. In my whole career. Um, yeah, no, Pootie Tang love the ladies, and the ladies been loving Pootie Tang since he was a toddler, apparently, grown at, living with grown-ass women, throwing his tricycle out the house. Honey. Yeah, that was problematic. Having her lick that uh, milk out of that kitten bowl. Why did he put a bowl of milk out for that bitch? Why? <laughs> she was like, leave me with something, Pootie Tang, and he gave her a bowl of milk. Like, why? What is... What was the reason? I think when I first saw that, I busted out laughing so hard. And Why? Because it, it wasn't even because, like, to me, the funny part ain't her actually drinking the milk. It's the way he pushed. <laughs> it's it the up. way he, he he cracked over the door and slid it out and then closed That's it. And so, like it was like that was all that he was willing to give. Oh my god, this movie is so. It stupid. was so stupid. Who has the red velvet door? What hotel has a red velour door? Who who has a velour tracksuit with belt loops? Help me understand that shit. This movie is so. Classic. So describe the world of Pootie Tang to me because because he's a musician. But there, what is his hit? Does he have a hit record? Yes. Can you, can, you, can you do the record? Can you do the record? Hold on. I didn't get to. I don't think the listeners heard the title. So <laughs> what is it called? And it's and I heard this. <laughs> It's fire, right? It's b- bananas, honey. Listen, this movie is too good. This movie is so stupid. When that little Asian boy was blasting, they'd be like, "Turn that shit!" Down. Hey, when he put his daddy's like, "Turn that mess." That shit had me oh, God. dying again. This movie is so goddamn ridiculous. It's the stupidest movie ever made. And I'm, I was watching it, and I was like, "Why do I like this, but I don't like a day shift 
or I don't like these other silly ass movies that we're watching. And it's because it's like they still kind of take themselves seriously. Like this is just a stupid movie. It's not meant to make every no sense. every. And I, what I didn't realize as I was watching it, as I'm going back to like saying my thoughts about the Chris Rock show, is like this is just a move. This is just a film of sketches. Yes. So it's this, the theme is Pootie Tang. Roderick literally said that the other day. He's like, this ain't even a movie. This is just a, a, a whole bunch of sketches. It's, it, it literally it is, is a movie. Of, it's just a whole movie of sketches with Pootie Tang being the main theme of it. And When he was singing with Missy. Nigga, <laughs> I thought I was going to lose We it. ain't seen Missy since. <laughs> yeah, we have. She don't look the same, but we've seen her since, honey. Listen, that was towards the tail end. Yeah. like When she went on her hiatus. Yeah, that, this yeah, I can see why after this movie, but it still is hilarious, especially. Um, well, no, because she was in um, Brown Sugar for a hot second. I, I think I, she. What is this? This is it? Brown oh yeah, Sugar? yeah, that was yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> she was. <laughs> um, but now nah, I really, I, I this movie is just hilarious, and then like JB Smooth in this. He been around for a long. He been time. around for a long, and he's been like a name that you just know. Yeah, and, and you and he has an iconic voice. I feel like he does. Um, he's not funny to me. He's never been funny to I, me. This is one of the few times where I agree with you. Like, are you talking about just stand up or in general? In general, I can't agree in general. I think he's funny. He's gotten funnier. I'm trying to. Think I think people know how to me. use JB Smooth. I don't think JB Smooth is funny as himself. If that makes sense. Yes, he has acted in some things recently. That I thought he was funny in, I cannot for the life of me think of what they are. I I liked him in. Uh, I like how Larry David uses him in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't. Yeah, I haven't. Um, really I liked that. how he he was used in. Um, or like I like his performance in. What was that? He's done a bunch of different things. He he had a funny his, his voiceover work, but he was an American Dad for a, f- a couple episodes. Okay. Uh, I what was another movie he did that I thought was really funny. But nonetheless, like I, he's mm-hmm. somebody who I, I constantly am like, why am I watching JB Smooth? Right. right. Now? But I'm watching. I'm still gonna watch it because like either I like the cast or the premise is funny. Mm-hmm. But I think him in this movie is hilarious because it works for him. It damn he damn near is the movie because he he narrates everything. Yeah. He explains everything. He, he because you have to because Pootie can't talk. So you literally have to have Woody him. can talk. He can talk. My favorite scene with with, with the JB's movie is when they got to the farm. Or when uh-huh. Foodie was like, when he had to leave, uh-huh. and he was like, man, I'll go with you anywhere. Let's go. <laughs> and that first week at the farm, he was like, I can't, can't do, do this. Shit. <laughs> it's, it's too hot. Uh, <laughs> he left in that cab. It was in that afternoon. <laughs> they got to that one. That shit had me because I have oh, friends. I had man. a, I had friends or I had moments where they, that shit happened. Where they like, was on them. You couldn't do the farm. No, no, not no farm shit. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't that random. I'm talking about like situations where they're like, bro, I'm with you, bro. Hey, you get like, yeah, bro, I gotta go, bro. It's fucked yeah. up. Like, oh man, yeah. no. Um, I fucking love this movie. Um, mm, there is not much to this story. It's at not. All. So that's why I'm asking you. So again, I asked you in the last review. Are you more embarrassed by the movie? Well, I don't think you are because you I think at you all. Said, you like said it, you it was points in time. Pootie say it was my avatar for shit. So, <laughs> so because a white person, white man did this specifically Louis C.K. 
and um, everything that's come out about Louis C.K. since, mm-hmm. you know, the last five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, has that changed your thoughts on this film at all? I didn't realize he wrote it until today. And so we told you about that before. Did you tell I, me? I, I'm a, you must have. You must have loved it that much that you forgot about it then, because we you talked about specifically. We Pudita. talked about how he wrote. There was a white man that wrote Pudite, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, Louis C.K. Him and him and Chris Rock been cool for a minute. That's where um, that clip come out with. Um, when he calls when he's like when he uses yeah when he uses the nigga. Um, it. Does it? What is the question? Like, does it? <laughs> you know what the question is. Nigga. It don't change shit for me. This I is said still it, it the don't, stupidest it don't change. ass movie. Um, I look. I'm not watching this. This is not like no social commentary. This is this is and, just stupid fun. And I'm I don't care that a white man wrote it. It's still dumb as hell. And I'm gonna watch it. That's my thing. It's not really about. It's there's a part of it that is about him being white. It's another part that he actually directed it too. Did he direct it? He wrote and directed it. Yikes! So that's what I'm saying. Like he, he's oh, this movie man. is really. Yeah, in, I really am. Like I, this I, movie really ingrains him, and and I, and I'll say this honestly. Like before I knew about all the scandal stuff, like back in the day, like in like my early uh, in the early tens, twenty tens, I used to watch a lot of his comedy special. I thought he was pretty funny. Um. And some of his stuff still is funny. It's just that you also kind of look at people differently after like kind of crazy now. You, you hear certain shit be like, okay, that's kind of off. Mm-hmm. I don't want to meet you at all. I'll just respect the art that you do. But um, that's what I mean. Like it's he's a particular comedian doing a particular genre that most people say you shouldn't really touch on like mm-hmm. this. However, it's beloved. By the community, they would say that yeah, if they knew so who was behind the curtain, they'd be like, "Bro, that's kind of yeah. fucked up." No, I agree. I think, and I know only because of him, not because he's white, but only because really it's like of who he. And well, then you see the part clips. Part of it is, is because he's white. That too, but then also you see the clip that that famous yeah. clip. You know what I'm saying? Where Jerry Seinfeld is the hero in the, in the whole thing. Like, yeah, it's like this the dude that made it, right? So it is him. It is him being white. But I know I like probably most people assume that this was Chris Rock's thing. Mm-hmm. Right, so uh, I, I wouldn't have expected it to have been written by Louis C.K. I honestly thought that what's his name, Crother, the dude who plays Pootie Tang. I thought because I know he was a writer on the uh, Chris Rock show, so I also assumed that it was kind of he was behind it. So I thought it was him and Chris Rock's mm-hmm. thing. So the fact that Louis C.K. was kind of behind it and wrote it and directed it, yeah, it does. It, I'm not gonna front. It puts a different spin on it. It puts a di- put, it puts it in a slightly different light for me. It makes me feel a little cringy watching it, but it's so stupid that I can't care. It'd be different if he was like seriously trying to do some sort of social commentary or seriously trying to push some sort of. Oh, you said it's, you said Pootie Tang got a message. Don't not don't don't no, talk now. Don't that. talk about don't double talk now, Nate. That we we walked you down the line. I did say that, and he does, but it's not to be taken seriously. Okay. It's not to be taken seriously. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be different if he was like, if, if he doubled down on that maybe a little bit more. But it's like I said, it's just so stupid. You can't really take it serious. You can't. So let's talk about the man himself, Pootie Tang. Before we talk about the man himself, Pootie Tang, I know I said I don't like her. But it's not too many things that I enjoy more in life than watching Biggie Shorty dance. That is probably... <laughs> The most 
enjoyable moments of the film is when she be not caring, popping, and that. Yes, I think I'm gonna be her for this Halloween. Is, this again. is again. <laughs> Uh, this is <laughs> this is why I love Wanda Sykes. This is the role that this is the role that made me that put me on the Wanda Sykes, okay. and I followed her. I even watched her show that was on Fox, the Wanda Sykes show. I did too. Yeah, like I I've been a fan of Wanda Sykes, and I've always wondered why she doesn't do more stuff. Um, this role, and again, I hate that it was a white man that gave it her role, but this role is just so again, it's it's something that I don't. Why think she, do you hate that he? Biggie Shorty gave us a very empowering line. Okay, she don't said, do that. Don't do that. Just because, because a bitch like to dress fancy and stand next to the hoes don't mean that she a hoe. And then what did the white man say? <laughs> he said yes to do it. She bust the fuck out of his head <laughs> with a pocketbook. So no, Biggie, why, why, what is wrong with nah, Biggie Shorty? I was just saying like, it's just, it's just, Take that aside. I do fuck with the character. Take that aside. She loves her man. My and thing, her man. And now I will. It's a. It's a. It's a very toxic ride or die love story. Yeah, that's what. Well, <laughs> I like you because it's. I've never seen her portray that character uh, or character like that ever mm-hmm. since then. Mm-hmm. So it just sticks out that she would be like, "I'm gonna go do that." Lucretia ain't big and shorty grown up. No nah, hell, nah. <laughs> hell no! Nah. Look, the name sounds like Biggie Short. Like the real name of Biggie Shorty is Lucretia. Uh, that is a grown Lu- Lu- Lucretia Shorty. Turner. But nah, nah. In in uh in the upshots, nah. Lucretia got too much pride to do half the shit that Biggie Shorty was doing. You ain't know what she was like before the accident. That is <laughs> tis is true. <laughs> she fell. She fell from heaven. She fell from grace. She um, did. But no, nah, I I I love that Ronda Sykes role. I, uh, I do too. I was just watching the clip again today. Like she is just she I she is the every time she was on there dancing, it literally was like I could not help but laugh. I, laugh. I couldn't help but laugh when I was a kid. I'm dancing too, right? I, t- <laughs> the stupid ass, yeah. <laughs> the way that club with that white wig. I don't know why they did her like that. In this. Oh, it was perfect. It was perfect. Okay. So, yeah, the man, the man of the hour. Pootie. I don't think I've ever seen a nigga in anything else but this. So, please yeah. school me if you have any no, preference. No, no. I, I think this is it. This is the, this is the one. I, I really the one and done. Um, he may have written. I'll Google him, but maybe he wrote some stuff. He still looks the same to this day, I think, a little bit. He got the, he, I think I saw a picture when I was Googling stuff. And, um, I think he got I caught on agree, TMZ somewhere recently. Yeah, uh, let's see. So, he yeah, he was a writer. So, he wrote on Lopez Tonight. He wrote on Down to Earth, Wanda at Large, and he wrote on Good Hair. Um, oh, yeah, he has been in other things. Well, no, maybe not. Um, he sounds like he still he still got a job though. Like he gets still he gets uh, work. Yeah, still. He, uh, he was uh, wrote on Lights Out with David Spade um, as recently as 2020. They have listed here, so he writes. Hmm. Um, he's acted a little bit. Since Pootie saying he did, it looks like he did Frank TV and Lights Out with David Spade, but that's it. So he mainly has been writing. He's written for like award shows. He wrote for the Oscars. He wrote for MTV Awards, movie and TV. He must have wrote uh, most recently the Oscars, the because that's what I th- No, no, that was 2016. 2016. It was probably when he wrote for, he was probably when Chris Rock uh, hosted. Host, he probably yeah. wrote for Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah. But no, so he's he's mainly a writer. So his performance in this. I mean, who else is Pootie saying? Can't nobody else do this? 
I, this is a weird question to ask because obviously I, it's not the way I uh, it most times I say this like I don't want you to give me like the real in death question or answer. It's more just like just in general. Does this performance age? Did his performance age well? It's just as stupid today as it was. Like, when it I, came that's out. what I mean. Like don't take it. I'm not talking about like that in nigga depth. is still awkward. Like who dances like that? Like the little shitty dude with his legs. <laughs> Why does he have a patch of hair in the center of his chest and nowhere else? That has bothered me from. The I didn't time. even realize that till this day <laughs> until just now. You just said that. I do not understand. It's like did he wax everything but this? It's like he has an airline strip down his chest. I don't understand <laughs> what the fuck. I didn't even get that until now. Oh, he's so fucking awkward. His his curl pattern is beautiful. But honey, listen, he can't nobody else be pooty saying but him. And he don't say nothing really. No. But he doesn't say anything. But this is why I think he's he's actually, I think he's a really good comedian because he don't have to. Like he tells jokes with just his face. It it's was so I didn't I realized that too, but I was watching, I was like, he's very expressive with very. like like even when they just cut to like his reaction to shit or whatever, like it's very expressed. Like it's meant to show you that like when he's upset, Pootie's upset. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like it's like one of those lines, like <laughs> like when he's happy, Pootie's happy. Like Listen. when he was sad, like when he shot the white dude. <laughs> or, when he I, that nigga was screaming his gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I, this this movie is. Uh, I was watching yeah, that scene where he uh where the white dude was shooting at him and he was uh bouncing yeah, the bullets. <laughs> And he killed him. And then he was crying over his uh, body. <laughs> he said, what is this is when he's, he actually said some words. He was like, take him home, uh, baby D. <laughs> take him home. Fuck his baby D. He was saying some shit. This movie is so it's, stupid. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. Oh, God. It's not for anybody who cares about cinema. I'll say that. I love it. I love it. Um, Dirty D. Dirty D. Another reason, another uh, favorite of mine as a kid. Was it? Yeah. Why? Because you know when you was a kid, like, you didn't really like to take baths like that. <laughs> so this was just like an extreme version of what will happen if a nigga didn't learn. Like you nigga said, man. he didn't get his ass beat and, and listen to his parents. So, oh so as a kid, I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, grown-ups still have to take baths? Yeah. No. Hell yeah. I was all for it as He was kid. probably my least favorite. Why? I just, I first of all, I'm not. You don't. You mean to tell me the scene where he in jail and they have to bathe him was and he was screaming? <laughs> you didn't tell me that they that I was think, hilarious. So this is the first thing I ever remember seeing this actor in, and so anything that he's been in since you related to Dirty D. The fuck I see. I didn't realize it was him until just not really? till just now. It, I didn't remember that it was him. Until years later, where uh -huh. I seen like all his other shit, where like his best shit, like shit on House of Cards, yeah, shit, uh, and that's where I think I primarily had the problem because I really got into House of yeah. Cards at one point until Kevin Spacey had his whole situation, exactly. and so when I was watching it, I was like, this nigga just looks, he always looks dirty to me, <laughs> and I just, I can't, and it didn't it. help that he worked in a, a rib shack at, at House of Cards. Hello, hello, but so yeah, it just, yeah, I can't. nah, I, I thought. And he got a no, no, no offense to him, R.I.P. But he had a dirty voice too, like it's, yes. it's real, like yes, like real gravelly, like yeah. it sounded like he been smoking all the cigarettes, exactly, and rolling around in the ashes. Like, hey, when when he first got out that car, when he, when he first got out, when he, 
We done come around and all that was, dust <laughs> And what's funny is that his his uh right hand is clean as hell. <laughs> for a uh, froggy little frog. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, always gonna be kidding me. He clean as hell and this yeah. dirty ass nigga. And then I remember when he first got out of jail. What's for he rolled around the dirt. <laughs> I, and then he put the dirt in his mouth. That, again, this he movie. Committed. He committed. Yeah, he to committed the fuck out of it. That, he is an. You called. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the actor's actor. The actor. He's an actor. Nobody <laughs> else is doing that shit. No. Nobody. No. Leo. Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio ain't taking this role back in uh, 2001. I'll tell you no, that. No, he's, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Yeah, I don't think he could pull it off either. Mm. But nah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, what else can you say about I'm trying to think. Pootie uh, Tang? Like, cultural the, impact Pootie Tang had. I think the cultural impact that Pootie Tang had is came well after. I don't think that people appreciated Pootie Tang when it came out. For some reason, I think it took years for people to like be like, that shit is stupid. It, was it ahead of its time as far as comedy? Or was it because of the Chris Rock show? You can't really say that? Or maybe, because like, okay, do you think comedy TV is different from comedy movie as as far as yes. yes, what's funny in TV can be earlier than what's funny in movies? Is is it early? I think that the way you deliver comedy on television is a lot different than movies. And this did not feel like a comedy movie, which is why, like you said, it felt like a bunch of sketches. Hmm. Like it was delivered like television comedy, which is why I think a lot of people couldn't get with it outside of the fact that it's dumb as fuck yeah like even if it had like a better story or was actually about something like i think with the way that they were de- they were delivering it like it was like it's like watching in living color for two like a whole in living color sketch for two hours mm-hmm. right which oh shit that's called ace ventura never mind <laughs> i was just watching ace ventura do you fuck with ace ventura yes with both of them were just oh uh, yes because the Africa you know, one, the Africa one, I always feel like, all right. Okay, bro. I can understand it. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little. Uh, no, that I, I, it, it was, it was but only that first it, one. That first one is hilarious. hilarious. That's probably there's only a few roles where he, Jim Carrey was just on one like that. Yeah, and that's one of them. Yeah, but no, like I, I think that you're on, you're hitting on something as far because I always thought about that. Like as far as does TV comedy translate in films, mm-hmm. or is it two separate things? I think it's two separate things. I think it, it you can you can make it translate, but um, you can't deliver it the same. Hmm. And I don't feel like, especially with this kind, because this was like such a sketch. Because it's not like the Chris Rock show was like in a living color where it was nothing but sketches. Like he did interviews, he had musical performances, that kind of stuff. So it was like sketches here and there. Well, not here and there. It kind of was a sketch comedy show, but. I don't know. It just didn't feel like it felt like it felt like his stand up, but visual like, you know what I'm saying? Precisely. That's a really good way to describe it. Precisely. That's what it felt like. So two hours or hour and 35 minutes of that. Mm -hmm. That could be hard to take. But yeah, I, I, cause the, I just, cause I, to me, early 2000 comedies always, they died out. Like, as mm-hmm. far as like, they came and they went. Mm-hmm. And then it's not until like 20 years later, like, bro, that was probably one of the funniest movies ever. Mm-hmm. Um, can this movie be remade? Oh, absolutely not. Why is Why that? would anybody want to remake not it? Not remake it, but like, okay, so let me ask you this. Can, the, not, can this movie drop today? 
No, because it still would be a fly. Right, still The same reason why the brakes couldn't drop today. Mm-hmm. The same that first of all, like that comedy, like you can't be that offensive and you can't be that like you can't give that few fucks in today's society. But why when we talking about like stupid shit? Like you said, like it's be- I, it's from the beginning to the end. Like the movies that some of the movies that we're gonna talk about. Yes, they were meant to be taken serious, but they were horrible. Right. But some of these movies that we're talking about, like, bro, this not is a comedy. Is, like, why would you take this seriously? Comedy's not the same. Comedy is just simply not the same. And you can tell that by how people react to comedy specials. Like, it's not the same. Like, real talk, you probably couldn't have it in Living Color today. You couldn't. Because there was a lot of shit on In Living Color that was offensive. Like, even Wanda would probably offend people because why? It's, it's misogyny and why can't you take her serious? Like, it, no. It, you can't. It, comedy's not the same. Hmm. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just not the same. So, no, I don't think that you could. You could have a stupid-ass movie. It just couldn't be it this stupid-ass sm- My movie. thing is, like, it had, to me, I because I, I was, uh, I went to go see, uh, that movie that uh, we, I think we're supposed to review Bodies, 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 mm-hmm. right? And I was watching and I was like, do you have to be smart in comedy now? Yeah. Like, has the has the audience got to the point where they're not going to take a Pootie Tang anymore yeah, or a so. fri- even a Friday anymore? Because Friday isn't even really smart either. Right. So, like, but these are, like, movies that have been the foundation for someone's comedy career or have been the foundation of what people consider uh, humorous. Why yeah. can't we translate? Like, if I can still laugh at this and be sophisticated enough to laugh at that, why can't this be still made? There's a certain level of consciousness, I think, that people require. Now? Yeah, I do. I do. I think it's a certain, like, you have to be conscious of, if nothing else, how you make people feel. And so a dumbass comedy like this, I think, is going to be very difficult to pull off in today's time. Hmm. That's unfortunate because we probably missing out on a lot of good shit. Like, are we? I mean, it's uh, listen. As much as I love it, Pootie Tang really isn't good shit. No, I'm saying good shit as far as let's say they like let's say someone took Pootie Tang right and just made it better, if that's possible. Then it's not Pootie Tang. No, but I'm saying like, <laughs> how am I? How can I even say that? I don't even know if I have a, a example of it. But there's like, let's say there's a movie that was made back in the day that everybody loved and then it got remade. Like, oh, I even love it now more than ever or something like that. Because like you, the, be, like you the could, Bel-Air you could, situation? Yeah, well, hell no, not like I, that. I haven't yeah, watched it. I, I mean, but good, people love good, it. Good try. I mean, it's a, it's a different look on it, but mm-hmm. it's not better. I would probably okay. say uh, Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. A Different World is a better version of the Cosby Show, in my opinion. Or would Blackish be a better version of the Cosby Show? For comedy reasons, why? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So like, it's not it's not overall obviously impact or anything, but as far as a funny family or a family going through funny uh, scenarios, scenarios, mm-hmm. yeah, Blackish is better than than Cosby Show at that. But it had to start from the Cosby Show, right? right. It had to build from that, and it had to get an audience to see like, oh, black people do want to see this. That's the thing where I feel like was not particularly just with Pootie Tang, but just movies like that, like, we don't really have black comedies like that anymore. Uh, mm. Unless they're super underground, like a Grow House or like a um, Meet the Blacks type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's some it's some lower budget, like, stuff out there. I just don't think that I like it. 
it. So like, I've, I can't remember what I was watching on Netflix one day, but it's a little stuff scattered here and there that's just stupid. It's just, I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like the only reason why I like like a Pootie Tang is for nostalgia reasons. Like I think if you were to show something like this to me today for the first time, I'd be like, what the fuck is this dumb shit? Mm -hmm. So I think some of it is just simply the nostalgia for me. Pootie Tang's not good. It's not good. If it was remade better today or just shown to somebody yesterday, it's not good. Mm. You over here. Kappa child. <laughs> you came in here <laughs> flossing like it was the best day. Now you're talking about, yeah. I mean, I can acknowledge it's that it's real. dumb. It's, it, there's, listen, it's, I would never recommend this to anybody because there's no reason why anybody should like this. No, I'm not going to say you need to watch Pootie Tang. I would never say that to anybody ever. Need is not what you should say, but you should say you got to watch Pootie I would not say you got to watch this. Because, Why? Because the average person would not enjoy this. I disagree. I think the most the sophisticated person would not enjoy this. I, I think the average person would find this funny. It's find it stupid, but it's funny still. No, I don't even think an ignorant nigga would like this. They like the fuck is this nigga talking about? Sada say, what the fuck is that? Oh, people like like you said, the nigga says twenty words the whole movie. It's but it's but it's done well. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's I, 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 I say not. it as far as like I've never thought that your main protagonist only needs to say legit twenty words. Why was the nigga to on top of the car in the car wash? He <laughs> <laughs> came out with a white. He came out with a, yeah. It was wasn't it brown or some shit <laughs> like. Oh um, God, no, no. There's no reason why anybody would. Somebody, watch. they gotta watch this. They I mean, if y'all do, I hope you enjoy it. But child, I support this movie. This I, is one I of the mean, movies that I support. I fuck with it heavy. I'm I saying as far as like your my dollars, your time. your recommendation is I I support this one. I appreciate this. So what what do you rate this? Rod gotta watch this. Oh, you he's Rod, not. He's not <laughs> going to. But he need. First of all, let's not act like Rod don't know about this movie and, and well, probably and no seen it a few times already. And not, and not yeah. have seen. He has ne he has never sat down and watched more than maybe three scenes of it. I got him to watch maybe five minutes of it today, and he looked at me like I had lost my ever loving mind. <laughs> and he was like, "I don't I don't understand why anybody likes this movie. This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life." This nigga like Baby Boy. He swear by Baby Boy. I thought about Baby Boy, too. but. He can't watch Pootie Tang for, huh? for less than two no, hours. He can't. But, but but I mean, in his defense, Baby Boy is not that bad. We already, <laughs> we already discussed Baby Boy, so we ain't gonna get into that. Yeah. But um, nah, for me, Rod would have to watch. Rod, know. this is a Rod recommendation. This is a Rod recommendation. Okay. Um, because it's Chris Rock. That's not a selling point. He don't fuck with Chris Rock. I mean. I don't think that's necessary. It's only point for most people. <laughs> How you why? Let's get let's have that little quick conversation. What you what's your issue with Chris Rock before the slap? Pre-slap or post-slap? Pre-slap or post-slap. I've never necessarily had a problem with Chris Rock. There was a point in time when I was younger where he was one of my like Bigger and Blacker was one of my favorite comedy specials for a minute. Like I I think that's the name of it, Bigger and Blacker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I absolutely loved Chris. Or bring Chris the pain, those ones. Some something like no, it was the blacker one. Bigger but I, I really enjoyed Chris Rock's comedy. I thought he was a smart comedian when I was younger. And so that's what got me into watching his show and stuff. So I don't have a problem with Chris Rock. I liked most of his movies. I liked his comedy specials. I liked most of what Chris Rock did. 
I honestly didn't stop getting into Chris Rock until everybody hates Chris. I don't know what it was about that show. I just couldn't get with it. And I kind of stopped. I kind of, and then Cat Williams came on the scene and he stole my heart. Like I really? love Cat Williams. To so, this day? To this, to this day. Did you yes. see his latest special? I, I, I have not. I have tried to power through it about <laughs> three times. Um, I have not been able to make it through, but I'm going to. I will go see him live, though. I was going to say, almost word for word, what you just said in the yeah. last two minutes. Because he's, he's from uh, Avondale, like Cincinnati oh, okay. and stuff, so too. He's, uh -huh, so he's a, he's a local hero. Gotcha. But he lives up to being a Cincinnati nigga, too. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I fucking love Chris uh, Cat Williams. So, and I really wish that Cat Williams would get into more dramatic acting, honestly. Oh, like I how think, he was in Atlanta? Yeah. Like, he's I, a great performer in He general. is. He really is. Um, but... So I, I have no problem with Chris Rock, but I know Chris Rock is not for everybody. And And I never thought that. I thought every I thought he was like Bernie and no. Eddie and um Regular niggas don't like him. Like I thought I thought everybody liked Chris Rock. Cause like you said, like most of his like biggest comedy specials were like the most blackest, you know, entertainer in the world at the time specials. You thought so? That's the perception that I had. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And it seemed like everybody fucked with him from Oprah to Diddy type shit. You know what I mean? Like, everybody, he was their guy. Yeah, I feel like I always knew that, like... I never heard nobody say, like, bro, I don't fuck with Chris. Post I, I Pre-slap. Pre-slap, I, I felt like I always heard it. Hmm. Yeah, I felt like I always heard that, like, that his comedy just didn't hit for them. And I was like, oh, that's because it's smart. <laughs> Oh, you thought he was, like you thought he was a sophisticated. Yeah, he's, he's too intelligent. <laughs> you thought you was a Dubois in the room. Yeah, and, and no, and the, the older I got, the more I was like, nah, it's just not, it's legit not for everybody. Hmm. And the older I got, almost the less black it felt. And that's that we want to have a deep dive conversation yeah. about that. Yeah. But I mean, again, I, I personally don't have a problem with him. But I know that his comedy's not for everybody, and Pootie Tank, damn sure ain't for everybody. But somehow it's turned into a cult favorite, and I mean I'm here for it because it's just dumb fun. It's dumb fun. It's dumb fun. Dumb fun. You so you so on your scale, what is it? On my scale, if I could put what's what's above a rod watchable, um, this is this is comedy gold for me. Really? Yes, this is comedy gold for me. Um, so that'd be the, that could be the fourth level. Then. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, gold stars across the board. But I also know that it, that most people's gonna see this and think it's cheeks. Probably. Yeah. I can't. I can't even yeah. disagree. I and that's okay. We can have. It's okay to have a difference of opinion. Yeah, we can agree to disagree. Yeah. But they, but the people who come here to listen to this and see us, they come in here to see this shit. This this shit. This, this is somebody's shit right now. It's mine. It's mine. Sadate my damies. Watch it. <laughs> uh, another the last thing I'll say, the funny one another funny scene was like he was like, Yeah, I lost your belt. Like, he, was like, he, was like, he was like, Nigga, I got that out of what he said, a swap beat for like eight dollars. Fuck that belt. <laughs> what was the white girl doing to them niggas? Like, what was all of that that she was doing? <laughs> this movie's so stupid. Watch it. Man.
Yeah, definitely watch it. Yeah, watch it. But thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Ratchet Watchables, a.k.a. Ratchet Peace Theater. Um, if you haven't already, go watch Booty Tang. It's it's comedy gold. It gets our first gold star of the of the show. Thanks, guys. <laughs> what's next? What's next? Um, so what's next is we are going to have a versus. I don't know whose versus it is. You ain't pick it out, or you ain't, you ain't pick out the setup yet. I I, ha- I have not figured it out. We're gonna talk about it okay. and figure out how we're gonna do it. But no, we're gonna have a versus um of actors. I have ideas of who I think it should be, mm. but we I gotta figure. And out. And these are of hood classics, right? These are of <clears throat> either hood classics or um, our hood actors. Mm-hmm. So, like, what movies have those actors been in, and which one is better? Gotcha. Yeah. So we and and we may have mentioned we mentioned a few of the last yeah, the flashy so, episodes. Yeah. So they may be coming from from that conversation. Okay. Yep. I can't wait. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. Bye. Peace. Bye.